Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit, headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash talk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news reviews and interviews. Oh, we got some scandals upon us from our friends in the 90s, and we have to break it all down. It's time for the Bot 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for Shade. And joining me this week are Jaden Zalika. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Jane is here. <laughs> now, friends, um, if you like this dynamic duo of Jane and Zalika, and you also like um, YouTube scandals, there might be a special project on... Coming your way soon. Can't yeah, tell you much gonna, more about that. We're going to take the but, gossip, toxic gossip train, bitches. Um, Jane, yeah, get your ukulele ready. <laughs> oh, yes. Just Listen, just if you got a ukulele, if you got a ukulele, get ready, friends. Um, if you know what we're talking about, it's going to be fun. But for now. We will be taking five pop culture topics, headline stories, and rather than the usual rapid fire, we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in a given week, so some of your favorite moments might not be included, but if you want us to discuss something, reach out at Michael Block Talk on Instagram. DM me. No promises. Okay. Um, Jane, are you ready to play um, this week's pop five weekly wrap up? Ready as I can be. Why are there so many scandals this week? Um... I don't think Mercury's in retrograde right now. No, I think everyone's just litty titty after um, the country's birthday. Yeah, you, you got that right. <laughs> Something in Zalika. the air. Yeah, because you know why there's so many scandals this week. I think it's because the girls want to feel young, fresh, fierce, and feminine, and divine, and they like want to go wrap up with Tata and Pussy Bitch. And I think just the combination of that is happening sometimes, you know? Because they're girl boss and gatekeeping and gaslighting their way to the top. Um, friends, now, one topic that we're not discussing because it's not really a pop culture topic, it's just a thing that happened in the world. Um, threads. Happy threads. Threads? Threads. Are you on threads? No, oh God, no. I, I'm on it. It's dumb. <laughs> Jane, have you like, gone over? It, it just, it it's, feels just, like it's just Twitter, right? Essentially. Um, but I just need to share something very, very important when it comes to threads. This morning, I woke up to a notification that I got a follow from Scarlet Harlot. Oh, shit. I'm loving threads now. <laughs> Isn't that one of your... Uh 
CRU. The crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well. All right. Uh, speaking of things that get crushed, are we ready for our first topic? Yeah. Let's do this. All eyes on her in the center of a court, just like a circus. Britney Spears has allegedly been assaulted the other night in Vegas after a member of NBA phenom Victor Wembanyama's security detail backhanded her in the face after allegedly tapping the star on the shoulder at the Catch restaurant at the Aria Hotel. The slap knocked Spears to the ground and knocked off her glasses. Following the incident, the head of security went to Britney's table to apologize and say that he didn't know who she was at the time. Additionally... He said that he had warned by fans. Despite the apology, Spears' team filed a battery report. So, like, first off, let's let's dissect this uh, beat by beat. Is it okay to even slap a fan? No, I mean, no. I mean, also, question. I don't. I not that versed in this topic as I am in other topics. Was this all recorded on camera, or is a lot of it allegedly? That I'm not sure. There's definitely um, there are video stills. I'm not quite sure um, what what they are. Um, you know, you know how TMZ works. They got everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you know that Britney Spears was a fan of basketball? Um, I think she used to play basketball when she was in high school or something like that. Have you ever played Jane? Yeah. Um, so now that this happened, are we boycotting the San Antonio Spurs? Were we ever supporting the San Antonio Spurs? <laughs> I don't know. Zalika, what's your favorite basketball team? Um, my favorite basketball team would definitely have to be the Harlem Globetrotters. Of course, yeah. I've seen them like five times. I'm really good at sports ball. Jane, what about you? Do you have a favorite basketball team? No. <laughs> I don't follow it. Um, but yeah, so this is obviously a very unfortunate incident. Like, you don't want to ever see someone, like, get hurt. But, like, I feel like your security team shouldn't do that. Yeah. So, like, she's a tiny, petite woman, and this man is very, very tall. So for her to even, like, tap him on the shoulder, like, it would have to be, like, a whole thing. Right? Yeah. Like, especially when you're like in Vegas, because, like, in my mind's mind, like, there, he would already have to have been in a secure location. And, like, even if he was like, it was like a passing by kind of shit, like, I would still see, and there's no world in which a celebrity is in public, like, that kind of public. Like, if you're going out like that, you have extra security detail. So, like, for me, as well as knowing Brittany herself, her security detail, like the fact that this could even happen, like someone, someone on someone's team dropped the ball, and then this should happen, and then it's a giant no, no. I mean, like if you don't know the person, like personally, like usually you would probably be like, okay, there's people around them. Maybe I should be like, hey, can I say hello? As opposed mm-hmm. to like, hi, um, and just tap him on the shoulder. Have either of you ever been spooked out and been tapped on the shoulder by someone and reacted um, in a way that was bad? No. no. Yeah. I mean, I work in nightlife. So, I mean, as anyone works in nightlife, like sometimes people think they're a little too close and they're allowed to like, touch you because you're part of the night and so like they think they have the permission to do that and i'm not saying that i've elbowed someone or tripped them or like 
physically hurt them, but I'm born from Jamaica Queens. So if you catch me off guard in the wrong moment, yeah, I'm gonna freak out. Yeah, there, there there's a, an art to um, interacting with someone who is not facing your direction. You, you very mm-hmm. gently like the the lower back or the shoulder. You you don't like you you have to ease in because you don't. Some people get spooked easily. You might get slapped in the face. I don't know. You might yeah. get punched in the face. Uh, Jane, if someone spooked you, what would what would your instinct be? Oh, I scream like my head off and eat jerk reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's that checks out. Um, does that ever does does Laszlo ever touch you and you freak out when you, uh, you're not expecting it? Yeah, I mean, if he like jumps on me, I I get spooked a bit <laughs> if I'm not expecting it. Have you ever like kicked him off the bed? No. That's good. That's good. Um, well, Britney Spears, I hope this incident um, gets resolved soon, but it sucks that you got knocked over. God, can uh, she I mean, just, like, get a break? <laughs> yeah, she got knocked down, but got up again. You're never going to get her down. And guess what? This is a great segue to head into our continued 90s segment. Um, Boy Meets World, Boy Ghost Friends, Ben Savage's co-stars, and hosts of Pod Meets World, Daniel Fischel, Will Friedel, and Ryder Strong have claimed that Savage has ghosted them. Despite a reemergence of the original show on Disney Channel, on Girl Meets World, the trio claims he has disappeared from their lives without any explanation about three years ago. It should be noted that Ben Savage is currently running for Congress in District 30 in California. Now, in other Boy Meets World news, it has been reported that a young actress by the name of Bonnie Morgan claimed on their pod that she was fired for not being pretty enough to play Topanga, the role that later went to Daniel Fischel. Um, Is this all for publicity? Has anyone talked about this iconic 90s sitcom this much since Girl Meets World was announced? I mean, the Topanga thing is definitely new. The Ben Savage running for Congress, like that's been around for a little bit, but I don't think it's been like major news or anything. I think it's but, more like right now, there's like a, like a surge of, in my podcasts about like 90s shows that we grew up with that like childhood acting wasn't all themed and they're all like coming out with all these stories and also others like all the shows like the Waverly, Wizards of Waverly Place podcast and like, Christy Carlson Romano podcast and stuff like that. I mean, I separate separate ideas a about the first half with Ben Savage ghosting them. It has to be some kind of like trauma response in which like we're not getting the full story and we'll never either either we'll never get the full story or like go in Congress Congress and then tell it have a tell all moment or lose Congress and then have a tell all moment. But um, as far as the getting fired for not being pretty enough, apparently the practices on that show were like ridiculous and horrible. So that's like not surprising. That's like one of like the smaller things I've heard come out of the woodworks from that. Well, I, the, the whole ghosting part, that's the thing that like gets me because obviously as someone who's been ghosted, it hurts. It hurts bad. Um, but I didn't know about this podcast until this, this news broke. And that's why I almost wonder if it is part um, political, not political statement, but like trying to get attention um, because it could hurt or hinder his campaign, which either way is not fair. But uh, he's running for Congress. So like you literally in this moment can't expect him to like mend any fences. 
So for them to like then throw this out into the other and be like, he's not responding to us. Well, um, he's a little busy right now. Um, but if it is three years ago, um, Gene, do you remember what was happening about three years ago? No, I'm I'm grateful if I remember what I did yesterday. So. Uh, COVID. COVID was about three years ago. <laughs> Oh, right. That's so right. like you can't blame someone who might have had a family and dealing with other COVID related things for ghosting you. Um, so I feel like there's there's as Lika said, there's a lot more. We're not getting to the story. And unfortunately, we're only getting one side of it. and We're not going to get Ben Savage's side. Um, I, I don't know. So, so, something's a little fishy here. That oh. being said, um, I hope that it doesn't much- hurt his campaign because he's actually kind of needed right now as a Democrat. I mean, I think also it's noteworthy that the Wave, the Wizards of Waverly podcast had a similar situation go on where they publicly like mentioned that Selena Gomez, the minute her like music career took off, she kind of like put all her cats in the backseat too, and a lot of them haven't really heard from her or whatever. And then like a week or two later, she was actually on the podcast. So it could be a publicity something out, I think, in my mind's mind. But um, also, I think. The campaign, as far as the campaign thing goes, I do, I, we really do need him. But I think it is kind of important for them to mention that he kind of ghosted all of them because, like, if he's willing to ghost people who he was that close with or, like, literally has done two different television shows with and, like, that was, like, supposed to be, like, his family at one point in time, like, it kind of is telling and I would be really hope he, like, does something about it because, like, it's going to hurt his campaign and I don't, see that as like a, oh, a hindrance I see that as like a, the cards are on the table you either got to do something or like what are what how are we supposed to trust you as a, as a congressperson which is fair and again girl he he did girl beats world with Daniel Fisher they, they've all been together in at least the past decade um mm. so something either happened or whatever but uh it's probably getting people to listen have either of you listened to their pod yet no um, I would just watch like clippets on stories on like whatever mm-hmm. highlights that was highlighted. Um, Jean, did you watch Boy Meets World in real time? Oh, of course. I love that show. Which which character did you have a crush on? Oh, uh, Ryder Strong's character, Sean. Yeah. No, it was all about Matt Lawrence. I did love Matt Lawrence too. So um, sexy. um i had a huge crush on matt lawrence growing up did you know he had like this um show like i think it was called like superhuman samurai oh (laughs) it was like kind of like a crazy it was like a bad ripoff of like mighty morphin power rangers but not it was so bad really? it was so good <laughs> now zalika what other 90s kid stars should run for political office um thank you for asking who my boy meets world crush is it's will freddy obviously um anyway i watched boy meets world in real time too i'm not as young as you think i am um you're a child what 90s star should come out for congress i think one of the i think it should be a musician it's like they have more of the insider business world, I think. I think like one of the instinct boys or the backstreet boys would be good. Mm-hmm. Or what's her face? Actually, I take the back. The um, Sabrina Clarissa, Clarissa explains it all. No, she's a that Republican one. and she's a Trump supporter. You know, is she really? Yeah, she is. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's serious. 
Clarissa doesn't. Well, I don't. I don't mean her as a person. I mean the actual. Like, if Clarissa was a real person, I think she'd be a good person. But like, not Alec Mack or Shelby Wu. Ooh, Shelby Wu would also be really good. Jane, did you watch either of those shows? Uh, I watched Alex Mack, but I don't know what Shelby Wu is. The Mystery Files of Shelby Wu. No, no. I don't know her. Um. Well, maybe you should go watch and we'll do a podcast about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine a, a deep dive into these uh, kids' shows from the 90s? Dear God, people would listen, actually. Maybe 90s and 90. You have 90 seconds to talk about it. 90s and 90. Yeah. Um, well, Ben Savage, I hope you talk to your friends and y'all can be friends again. And maybe, maybe um, you'll have um, Them Meets World next. I listen, they were at, wasn't girl, the reason why Girl Meets World got canceled was a girl who played the main character wanted her character to be queer and they were like okay this is over thank you so much for playing wait for realsies yeah literally like they were they were gonna bring it so the fans wanted them to bring it to netflix because they were like yeah the girl addressed it online because she was coming out as queer at the time and she was like yeah the character is definitely not straight and then like the next season it was over well that's fucked up that's a great way to segue into our next topic (laughs) Everywhere you look, there's a homophobe. YouTube personality and current star of Netflix's glamorous Miss Benny has claimed that one of the Tanner sisters was unwelcoming on set and says that she tried to get her character removed on the revival show Fuller House. Miss Benny shared a TikTok video that the studio and writer sat her down and told her that Candace Cameron Bure allegedly tried to get her character Casey removed from the show as she didn't want any queer characters on. Since the video, CCB has stated that the allegations are fake and wishes Miss Benny nothing but the best. Please note in her statement, she did not include a single pronoun. Why is CCB such a monster, Jane? Um, I think Zalika would have more <laughs> insights on that. That's uh, Zalika's bestie right there. But no, she's a terrible person. Zalika, like have you trolled her this week? I would like the record to show that I have not trolled whatever Tanner since Christmas last year. It's been some time. I've taken my time. I don't troll her anymore. I have things, better things to do with my time. Um, <laughs> However, I think it's just like so like telling of who she is and like it's not shocking. None of us were surprised when we heard this news. Like it's like she's a piece of shit. That's fine. Like be miserable. If you want to be miserable, be miserable. And like that's also but like also like the other way around. I just think it's so noteworthy and hysterical how everyone on that side of the fence will be the first ones to say that we as queer people are shoving things down throats and propaganda. Like, even like, okay, so it was recently announced that I'm performing at a music festival. No big deal. Calm down, calm down. I will still remember your names. But one of the comments on the, the launch post literally said, Oh, I'm so happy for them. This is great. But like, why do we need this here? Why are they shoving it down our throat? And like, I commented back, I was like, Listen, I hope you enjoy the festival and have so, so much fun. But just understand we're doing this for charity and it comes at no extra cost for you. Like, it's weird like every time but then when we point it out and when we point out when their side is doing it and like doing it the opposite way or they're shoving their christian values or whatever down our throat they're like oh but family values but we like but we're there are values so like it's just such like this like fucked up double standard and it's really annoying yes it's all about morality it's a very 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 big issue um mm-hmm. now i didn't finish fuller house unfortunately 
couldn't tell you why. Um, so I don't remember this character. You're not missing much. Um, but Miss Benny, let's talk about Miss Benny. Have either of you journeyed down the glamorous um, rabbit hole? I have seen every episode. It is so bad, but good. <laughs> Correct. And that's what I was about to say. Like, th- there were moments in this show that I was like, did I write this? Like, this is shit that comes out of my mouth. Um, Jane, when I tell you the amount of references to drag race, unmatched. And Brooklyn. Brooklyn, and Brooklyn. Um, I mean, listen, there are a lot of plot holes on this show where like one minute they're in a Brooklyn club and then the next shot they're literally filming in Manhattan. So it doesn't like that. That doesn't that doesn't work out. Uh, there's a lot of bad things in the show. The best part of this show is Zane Phillips. I don't care what anybody says. Zane Phillips. Oh, my God. I want to marry you. Um, and for everyone Which who's like, Zane oh, my God. Huh? He, he's the son. The muscle meat head? Yeah. You like a muscle meathead? No, it's because I've known him. I've known of him for a very long time before he was famous. Like literally met him at the West End like six years ago. Um, so I've I've known him and then watched his star rise. He's just very beautiful. Jane, you you've seen the uh, the movie uh, Fire Island, right? Yeah. He the the porn guy. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he's in the show also. Um, yeah. yeah, but I gotta ask. This story coming out. Out of nowhere. Was this just a way to get even more publicity for Glamorous? Um, I don't think so, personally, only because we've had so many other, like, stories like this about her, like JoJo Siwa, and, like, I don't think there's a, there's a fine line between, like, doing things for publicity and then doing things just because, like, it needs to be said. And I just think, and the, especially in the climate that we're in and like how there is now we this is the first I constantly want to say thinking back like we've had so many different series like that were, were sex in the city ripoffs like younger and like other different like uh, like uh, what's the one with the women the one with the one three form and had all the three women and they all worked at the magazine James Sloan was the main character name I loved it so much we had so many of these different variations where it's like Oh, we want to give the women more voice. Oh, we want to have like more like men's men's voices. And then like this, like this is the first like completely queer-driven series that I've ever seen in a very long time. That like there was maybe one straight storyline in the whole thing. There was one yes. straight storyline in the entire like ten episodes they had. So I think like this this series alone is important and like needs to be out there. And I think anything that Ms. Benny is doing on their TikTok or Instagram or their own socials has really nothing to do with the show. And I know that sounds like something like that sounds like crazy to think about, but like I am like after I, I watched the whole series, I did a deep dive on Ms. Benny's socials. And like that was their like their launching point. They got famous through social media. So at this point, I don't think it is a publicity thing. I just think it's their like, hey we know this person's a shit person. I worked with the shit person and I now have a stronger voice as a queer artist. So I am in a confident place where I could do this. I think it's more that, if that makes sense. So, like so that, that, that would, that would answer my question, but why now? Yeah, no, it's just because now that they're more comfortable on the foot to stand on. Because when you're in a series extra, if you step out of line or say the wrong thing before you have something to actually hold on to, it could totally ruin your career. Like that's like, you know what I mean? That happens to a lot sure, of people. Absolutely. Jane, are you familiar with the work of Miss Benny? 
No, I'm I'm not familiar with this show at all. But I'm just like looking it up, and I'm like, why haven't I? Why haven't I watched this? You should watch it. I told you the other day to watch it. I know. Um, you would you would enjoy it. It's really campy. It's really silly. Um, you will groan at a lot of things that happen on it. Um, like Kim Cattrall's in it. Kim Cattrall is in it. She's great. Um, there are rumors that this has better ratings than um the Sex and the City show. It probably does. I could see that. Um, I, I will. We we might go into a deep dive maybe next week on glamorous, but I gotta say, like, there are plot points on the show that just make me cringe. Um, mostly the the plot point of um Miss Betty's character Marco and um the finance bro, and like, yeah, just just I show me one example in real life where that combo's ever actually happened. I don't know. I've I've been in situations like that. I've definitely been in like. The minute where like where he was like you 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 don't need you don't need all of that. I've had that conversation a dozen of times. The plot hole that really pisses me off the most that you haven't mentioned that yet that is like the worst one is tell me how this bitch lived in New Jersey, got to midtown, <laughs> and got to Bushwick. Right. All within like the same hour. Yeah, it, that that where? part is crazy. Um, also, like I'm just gonna say right now, Marco is actually a terrible, terrible character, like a terrible human. Um, so but the fact that, that you have I, any sympathy for the character is crazy, and that makes the actor no, 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 good. no, no, no. I think, I think the first season was to give it us to like, was we were not supposed to like them, but when the finale hit, it filled Her, in a sure. lot of explanation. Don't spoil it for Jane yet. Don't I'm spoil not going to spoil it. I'm just saying that it's worth taking the entire ride because the first few episodes are just a slow burn to get like, like a quick go. Not as clover. It's like you get thrown in this shit. It makes no sense. But then when you're like, okay, I'll buy it. Then you get the slow burn, and then you get the fuller understanding. And I think sure, as sure. and I, I I just I think it's worth like I honestly all of the characters are pieces of shit with the first five episodes. And then that's once true. you get to like that, you're like, oh no, they all learned that you can't be a piece of shit in this world, and that's okay. The only two characters are not pieces of shit of the art department. <laughs> the art and the the driver. Yes, he, he's a good one. Uh, do you know what his previous credit is? What he's most famous for? Sex in the City. No. Desperate Housewives. Really? That's Gabriella's husband. Wow. I yeah, crazy. This, Jane, you're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to love uh, it. The guests, like, the guest stars that they've had is, like, really crazy. Like, Priyanka, Monet, Chiquita. Yeah. So- Serenity. Um, yep, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Joel Kim they really Rogers. That's amazing. <laughs> I will that say part. I do. I do want to say my other most cringe moment was when Miss Benny was in like a like a fashion over ready like quick fashion outfit, and someone was like, "Oh my god, you look so great!" And they're like, "You know, I'll train vintage." I threw up in my mouth. I actually <laughs> threw up in my mouth. I was like, "You got that from Fashion Nova." Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is a nice love letter to um, New York in a way and queer culture in New York. Um, but yeah, I, I do hope this um, CCB story, um, if it is real, like, let's just keep on having people talk about how terrible she is because we don't need her on television if this is just the, her act and gimmick. She's the celebrity that I want next to have a breakdown. Like, you know how all these random celebrities have like their like breaking news, Britney Spears hospitalized, or blah blah blah, or breaking news. Uh, we have all these they, they like reach their breaking point. I am ready for her to reach her breaking point, and when it happens, 
I will be sitting in this podcast with a bucket of popcorn just going at it. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I'm ready for it. Um, what's crazy is that topic is not too uh, distant away from our next topic. Now, this is the story all about how Will Smith's life got flipped, turned upside down by denying an appearance from RuPaul on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The allegation was made by former Fresh Prince executive producer David Stephen Simon in the book Freaks, Gleeks, and Dawson's Creek, How 17 Shows Transformed Television. The idea was Simon's idea when the drag queen star was rising. Smith said it was a really bad idea and it was squashed. Simon says that was because Will Smith's image. Neither the Oscar winner or the drag race host has commented since the allegation. Simon's comment does not paint the infamous slapper in the best light. It should be noted that homophobia was rampant in the 90s, especially in rap and hip hop. All right, um, let's begin. Do we believe this story to be true? I think it's gonna Jane, you take go first. I've been my coffee's hit. I won't shut up. I mean, like that is true. Like homophobia, like especially was very like rampant and like and especially in like the hip hop scene, like in the nineties. So that that part like does not surprise me, but it is a little weird in terms of like that there was like no explanation in terms of like why RuPaul is not like I mean, why, like, Will Smith was adamant on not having RuPaul as, like, a guest judge, especially, or a guest, um, guest starring role in Fresh Prince. I mean, if there's, like, no necessity for having RuPaul in the storyline of the show, fine, whatever. But RuPaul was also, like, really huge in the, in the 90s, too. So Right, and, and I didn't watch Fresh Prince, but I believe the show was very, very, um, in tune to having cameos and guest appearances by people of note in the time. Um, I, I do want to point out that um, Will Smith has done uh, their version of drag in the nineties after the show, I believe it was wild, wild west. Um, there's a scene where his character is in drag a little bit. So maybe it was a moment of, okay, it's the early nineties. I'm not sure how this is going Probably by that point, Rue was still more of the club kid, didn't have the VH1 talk show quite yet. Um, but once Rue got to go uh, and make the cameo on, in the Brady Bunch movie, that's when Rue's star really shined. And it probably was a miss to not have RuPaul on Fresh Pence. Um, Zlika, what kind yeah. of role do you think RuPaul would have played? Um, probably like one of Ashley's teachers or like a librarian or something silly like that. Um, I think it is, I, I agree it's a missed opportunity, but I also think it's important and noteworthy to mention that again, this was the 90s, but so it was a different time. And I, I don't, I think it could have also, I think we're again, it's a situation where we're not doing the full story because like it could have also been a thing where the guest spot was supposed to be like really like tongue in cheek and not serious. And sure. like it would have made fun of RuPaul. So like it was kind of like a, yeah, let's not do that. That's a bad idea. We don't want to look homophobic. Um, it's probably not that. It's probably the other way around because the 90s were homophobic. Um, what do I do hope, though, is if this, like, creates talk and then RuPaul is on the new, a new season of Bel Air, I would lose my fit. Period. Yeah. Do you watch the show? I'm obsessed with Bel Air. I love... So, reboots for me were, like, when they made something, a new TV series, that was something old. 
it needs to have a clip to it. Like I'm obsessed with like Chucky, The Purge. Like there are a lot of like TV show re- or um what they did say by the bell. Say by the bell was so fucking good. But what they're doing with Bel Air, I think it's in its own like league right now. And it's like the front runner of reboots. And I just can't wait for the next season. It is if you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend uh Chucky is actually pretty good. I saw the first couple of episodes. Um pretty uh pretty impressed so far. Mm-hmm. And what kind of what what reboot would you like from the nineties? Uh, because I'm, that's what I'm going to say right now. Like, there's a, a level of nostalgia. You have to have some period of time before you miss it enough and want it back. So the fact that we're getting like these new reboot uh, series of Twilight and Harry Potter, friends, it's too soon. It's literally too soon. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a new Twilight series. Yeah, yeah. So it's just announced. Um, Jane, what do you want to reboot of? Keep in the nineties. Blossom. Blossom. Yeah. Blossom. Girl, have you watched Blossom recently? It was like way ahead Whoa. of its time. Whoa. <laughs> um, Whoa. Do, you, do you think Miss Jeopardy would do it? I mean, oh, she, yeah. she lost her other show. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. Um, I mean, if she was smart, yes, mm-hmm. which she is. Um, yeah, I would like to see Blossom. It was so ahead of its time. Um, now, we are getting the Good Burger two movie, which is going to oh, be very God. exciting. Reels? Um, Excuse me, are you knocking Good Burger? I mean, I wasn't a fan of all that. Just um, you know, t- to be honest, but <laughs> I never found it funny. But I sorry, I think also wow, was... vital information with uh, Jane Park. <laughs> also, I think I was like a little older, so I was just kind of like whatever at that point. Okay. okay. All right, Blossom, uh, what, what's your next pick? Uh, I Can it be a cartoon? Sure. Tiny Toons. All right, Tiny yeah. Toons Adventures, let's do it. Live action, no I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you know what I would like? I want a brand what? new Mickey Mouse Club. I want to make you Mouse House. Um, no, I'm not House of Mouse. House of Mouse. That was a fun, cute oh, show. Yeah. Um, Mickey Mouse Club. Get find me the next Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake, Carrie Strong, um, Ryan Gosling. Give me the next version of them, and let them they cameo. Actually, they actually did do a new Mickey Mouse Club. It's um, but they made it like a pop group, and they were very like it was very quick. They had like one, they're like more of an acapella group, if anything. Yeah, and they were really bad. Well, yeah, there was an acapella group and there was a like little shorts that they did. Um, it wasn't a full show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't even in the US. It was it was weird. But um, you know what else I would like? This is gonna this is gonna be crazy. I want them to really do hey dude, but do it better. Yes! Hey dude. Because yeah. that show was very problematic. <laughs> very problematic. What? <laughs> No. Very problematic. Um, back, it was. <laughs> very problematic. Um, to end this part of this segment of the show, will Will Smith ever get his life back? Like, I feel like this is just continuing to kill his character. Uh, I mean, I'm sure, like, give him another couple of years, like, because everybody loves a comeback story. I mean, look at Brendan Fraser. But Brendan Fraser was never problematic, but um, but Will Smith was very like 
lovable and like likable for a very very long time so i don't know give him a couple of years do you think there is a chance will smith will be a guest judge on drag race (laughs) no no why not i feel like jada will probably be wait wasn't one of his kids a guest judge in yeah yes with my hair Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, listen, I, I think um, Will Smith. I wish you the best. Um, I, at this point, I think the next step is Dancing with the Stars, right? Mm-mm. No, no, he won't do that. Mass Singer. No. One shot, Mass Singer. One day shooting done. Will Smith won't do do reality competition shows like celebrity reality competition shows like that. He's too you never, huge. You never know. Next up, um, the moral of the story is don't say dumb shit on social media and then you won't be looking like a fool. Darius Jackson, Kiki Palmer's baby daddy and boyfriend or not, has returned to social media seemingly without Kiki Palmer. In a series of tweets, Jackson called out Kiki Palmer for wearing a fitted black bodysuit under a sheer dress at Usher's concert. Jackson said, quote, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. And this all follows his comment saying, it's the outfit though, you a mom. Since his reemergence, the pair are no longer following each other. But hey, Usher praised her and Kiki Palmer's come out with some uh, new merch. So, is he wrong? Is he on to something? But really, why he's so dumb? It's not your life. Who the fuck is he to say anything? Like, period. Like, she went to a fucking concert. She just gave birth. She, like, is trying to feel herself. You know how hard it is for someone to give birth and then to, like, bounce back and, like, that and be, like, not even bounce back, like, to get back in shape. I'm talking about, like, bounce back about being that happy and positive with their body where they want to wear a bodysuit. Like, I hate men. All men should die. Let's kill all the men. They're not good at anything. We don't need them. Jane, what's your take? Yeah, I agree. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, let her wear what she wants to wear. She gave birth to your child. Um, And also what she, like, wore was, like, not scandalous or, like, crazy at all. It was, like, I thought it was actually, like, very, like, it was fine. What, what, what What do you think he wants her to wear? I don't know, like a freaking nun outfit or something. A but... Victorian gown? <laughs> um, are we fans of Kiki Palmer on the pod? 100%. Absolutely. Um, the gag is. Also, like, you're with Kiki Palmer. Like, you didn't know how she was, like, prior to, like, dating her? Right. Are you even having a kid, kid with you? Like, are, are you stupid? Like, that's weird. And why say that in social, of all things? Why didn't you, like, talk to her, like, in private? Because I don't think he, because I believe the first um, message was a comment on a post, and that, and I don't think he thought it was going to get blown up. Um, I could, this is one I will say though. This is one of the things that I could see being a publicity stunt for her podcast. Okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, have you ha, have either of you bought her merch yet? No, no, no. The uh, mother, the mother shirt. Um. Is there an attire that a mother should wear? Whatever the fuck they want to put on their body. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
Um, yeah, listen, I agree. I think this was just the most utterly stupid, stupid story. Um, but welcome to the world of celebrity, I guess, right? <laughs> the Illuminati. Um, don't you dare. Don't start it. Don't start it. Um, uh, l- listen, are we going to find out that there was an alien actually on that plane? I don't know. Um, after watching Secret Invasion, there could be aliens among us. One of you could be an alien right now. I don't know. Or do we believe that, that Beyonce has multiple clones of her? It's possible. Ooh. That could be real. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, um, oh um kiki palmer i hope uh you just drop this man completely i get like he's your baby daddy but tell him give me my money and just kick him out the door no more she she can find better she doesn't even need his money she's doing fine she's doing fine um i have to say that i do have more respect for kiki palmer after watching the television program claim to fame have either of you watched that show it is such a good show. I am obsessed with it. The second season is kind of a slow burn because, like, all of the guesses have been obvious so far. But I'm excited for. The, I feel like the third episode is gonna like get back into it. But yeah, Kiki Bauman, that was her sister who won, right? Her sister won last season. Um, I just gotta say that it's really funny that a fucking celebrity's relative wins a hundred thousand dollars when they could probably just ask their celebrity relative for that money. <laughs> um, but whatever. Uh, but congrats, Elsie, for winning season one. Uh, th- this second season, Jane, if you're not watching, it's it's so funny. Um, I think I've I've figured out at least two more people. Um, so we'll see. We'll figure it. We'll see. Um, I wish I had a celebrity relative so I can go on that show. I'd be really good at it. I know pop culture well. I have a celebrity relative. Who is it? You have to guess. It's, that's how the game works. Okay, fine. <laughs> Give us some guesses. Uh, my celebrity relative is a musician. My celebrity relative is in the Rock and Roll Hall and Fame. And my celebrity relative is my father's best friend, but I call him uncle. Is he alive or dead? Alive. No, dead? Alive? Dead? Alive. Wow, this I is great. <laughs> Hold on, let me Google it. Keep asking questions. Are they a lead singer of a band? Um, I think they were the guitarist. Frank Zappa. <laughs> Still alive. <laughs> I thought he died. I call him uncle. I don't even know if he's front alive or dead. Frontman, rhythm guitarist, and co-founder. Um, are, are they from a band uh, in the 80s? Um, I would say they were 80s, 90s. Like, I remember them in the 90s, like, being, like, the it. They, um, they recently gone on their, like, last tour or whatever. Is it the guitarist from Motley Crue? No. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm never going to guess it. Just tell us. I guess you'll have to wait for the next episode of Michael Bradley Block's Block Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, if we want to play that game, let's do it. Well, we can continue playing it, make it a little burn at the end of each episode. Um, what are you looking forward to next week, Jean? Uh, hopefully, getting better and not feeling this way. Zalika, I am looking forward to next week. I really, 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 really hope 
I really, 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 really hope we get some sort of more glimpse into the Barney movie. I am so excited. I know Barbie isn't even out yet, but Mattel's newest project is the Barney movie. And it sounds like they're taking an adult approach. It's going to be like um, an A24 movie. Les, and that let, sounds like it's going to be scary as fuck. What's his face is going to be in it? Um, the dude from Get Out and Danny Kaluuya, I think, yes. is going to be involved in it. Ooh. Spooky, spooky. Um, well, I'm just looking forward to more drag race. Cast reveals yeah. are coming. Uh, if if people weren't watching shows individually, I'd be like, let me take a pause for a season. But it's the international season that are doing better than the American season on my pod. But whatever, it's fine. I appreciate you all listening. Um, mm. Where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any project you want to plug? Jane. Uh, you could follow me or not follow me at Pick Up Your Mess. <laughs> Zalika. Or not. Follow me or not. I don't care. Yes. Me. Um, you can find me at on Instagram at Zalika NYC. There's Z's and Zebra A's and anal L's and looking I's and Inchest K's and Kangaroo A's and Alphabet NYC, like the city we live in. Um, on Venmo at Tip the Drag Queen. That's Tip like my DP, the Drag Queen like my job. Um, I'm really excited since the last time we recorded, we announced that I will be at Elements that Music Festival in Pennsylvania on August, I think it's 11th through 15th. I will be doing drag brunch there and all the pro, not all the proceeds, a dollar from each drink sale will be going to the human rights campaign. So I'm really excited about that. We're also going to do some workshops on gender identity and stuff like that. Um, I have brunch this Sunday at Echo Bravo, next Sunday at the Moxie Hotel Williamsburg. I'm working on some other cool projects that I can't really talk about, but just know mommy loves you. You're doing a great <laughs> job. And you also should come to the booby trap on Tuesdays for bingo. Well, this was fun. Until next time. Bye. Okay, bye.